Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners. You've heard me mention before, these are four great organizations. You should add them to your network. So check out the Florida Coaches Coalition, the global community of women in high school sports, We Coach, and Vinyl Signs Wall of Fame. Check them out today. And now don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. Take a listen to our sponsors. Uh, these are all products that I've used as a coach or an AD. You should use them too. Uh, like I said, it'll just take three minutes. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for their support of the podcast. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Check out their custom surveys. See what they can do for you as an athletic director. Athletic directors usually only hear back from that 2%, the squeaky wheel parent or the frustrated student athlete. And we do need to hear from them so we can affect positive changes. But we also need to hear back from the 98% that really love and support our program. And that's where athletic surveys comes in. They can create that custom survey that allows you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. And that's tremendously valuable information to have when you're talking to that squeaky wheel parent or your principal or your school board. So go to athleticsurveys.com, see what they can do for you today. We want to say thank you to Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is the parent company for an entire suite of platforms that you can find at snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. Check them all out. SnapRaise is their fundraising platform that we used at our school with tremendous success, and so can you. They even have an option where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. So go to SnapRaise.com, check out their programs today. That's SnapRaise.com. We also want to say thanks to um, Hometown Ticketing. Uh, hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And if you go to hometownticketing.com, they're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets for all of your events, not just athletics, but um, school plays, school concerts, school dances, even graduation. But the best part is this. Every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager that's providing you hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started today. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com right now and schedule a live web demo and see their tables and their boards in action. Their products not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule that why uh, that uh, live web demo today, sidelineinteractive.com. We want to say thanks to Huddle for their support. Go to huddle.com, change the way you see the game. Huddle is going to provide your coaches, your athletes, your school with the tools they need to perform at the highest level. It's going to be a professional grade solution that uh, applies to all the challenges that you face as an athletic director. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Go to huddle.com, join the 6 million users, turn your school into a Huddle school. And we want to say thanks to Gipper. 
Go to Gipper.com. See how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channel. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. Use our podcast code ADPOD10, and you'll get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. And we want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. They're going to show you how their um, widescreen video consoles that are their wall of fame can highlight your school's top performers, both past and present in athletics, academics, and the arts. But the wall of fame is much more than that. It's an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories to better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their great products. And when you're done and you're ready to buy, use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake, and you'll get a nice discount. vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check them out today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to one of our favorite states today, Texas, and we're going to be visiting with Grace McDowell. Grace is a certified athletic administrator, and she's the director of athletics for the Frisco Independent School District. Uh, if memory serves, I think you've been in this position about two years, but you've been there for in other capacities much longer. Uh, Grace, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thanks so much, Jake. I really appreciate being here with you. Well, uh, you and I were talking, obviously, it's a busy time for ADs, uh, spring sports, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests a little. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up, uh, maybe take us up through the college years, and then we'll take a quick break and then come back and hear about your early career. But what's the Grace McDowell origin story? <laughs> Okay, man, starting when I was born, that's a that's a ways, <laughs> it's a while back. Uh, so I, I was actually born in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri on an army base. Uh, my dad was a military guy. Um, so grew up primarily uh, in the military atmosphere until I was about 10 years old, and then moved to my parents' hometown of Corning, Arkansas, in the northeast uh, part of the state. And I uh, went to high school and graduated from, from Corning High School. So um Growing up, you know, I became very active and competitive with my dad. Uh, that's how I got into sports, really, was was through him. Uh, he was actually a drill sergeant in the military, in the Army, and um, had to stay in shape on the weekends when he was at home with us. So he would go for a run, uh, and I would beg to be with him because I didn't get to see him all week. He worked long hours and uh, started out running little road races and, and um, trail runs with him, and that's began the love of competition and, and sports for me. And from there, I, I started playing basketball in high school, ran track, um, was a high school athlete, involved in other activities as well. Um, went on a, a full ride scholarship to an NAI school in Arkansas called Lyon College and played four years of basketball there. Uh, also ran a, two seasons of cross country and a season of track and field at college. Um, from there, graduated in... Um, 1991, which is a long time ago. And uh, that was a, that's kind of a general overview. What more can I tell you about my background? No, that was kind of quick. Well, no, not at all. Um, 
Uh, I uh, actually spent uh, a little uh, snippet of my career in the state of Arkansas, so I know uh, those communities that you uh, spoke of. Um, talk a little bit about um, you know that experience of you know uh, you know growing up uh, you know in that small town. Um, you know, I, I'm guessing you probably did a little bit more than basketball back then, maybe multiple sports. But what was your what are your memories of that time? Sure. You know, Corning was about 2,000, 3,000 people total. So our school was about a 2A size high school. I had about 65 in my graduating class, so relatively small. Um, at that time, which was in the 80s, we only had uh, two sports for girls, essentially. Uh, and that was track and field and basketball. And so we didn't have volleyball. We didn't have soccer. A lot of the other sports that we have available today Um and even for the boys, I think they had baseball uh, in addition to football and basketball um, and then track and field. So it was very limited offerings as far as high school sports were concerned at that point. Um, but had a great atmosphere for high school sports. Our football program was very successful. And so that really rallied the town around the school. Um, it was a great atmosphere as far as, you know, just uh, everybody shut the doors down basically and we're at the games on uh, those game nights. And so it was a lot of fun, you know, a lot of community spirit and uh, everyone rallied around the school. And um, so it was a fun time to grow up in. And, and it was, of course, a, a great community and to be involved in and uh, just the relationships between, you know, the different families and and just the businesses, everybody rallied together to to support just the high school and athletics. And so it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. Having spent a lot of my career in small towns, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, you know, the, the Friday night football. And again, during the winter, you know, it's everybody's packed in the gym for basketball. Um, as a longtime football coach, I got to ask, I'm looking over your left shoulder. So those of you listening, uh, you can't see what I'm seeing, but you've got a great display of some football helmets. What's the quick story on those? So that is a helmet from each of our 12 high schools that we have here in Frisco ISD. And so all the head football coaches provide provide that for me for my office. And um, of course, everyone always comments on them. But, uh, you know, it's just a, a little tribute, I guess, to, to our teams here in, in Frisco. Oh, wow. That is very cool. Uh, I don't even coach anymore. And I'm jealous. I wish I had that in my office. Um <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, uh, move to that college experience. Um, you know, what were some things about playing collegiately for you that, you know, you, you maybe you said, you know, hey, I, I've got this or, you know, maybe it was, you know, whoa, you know, I, I need to get better at this. You know, what's your memories of your college playing days? You know, I, I, I want to backtrack just for a minute. I, I should have mentioned something about my junior high and high school coaches because, I had two men in my lives that if, if it wasn't for those two men, I would not have been uh, a college athlete. Um, something I didn't share earlier is neither one of my parents graduated from high school. So I was a, a first generation high school graduate and um, college wasn't even on my family's radar. And, and it's something that I don't think that they would have ever thought that I would have uh, went on to, to do, but um, my junior high coach pulled me into his office. I was an eighth grader at the time and said, Grace, I think, I think you can go to college and play basketball. I think you, if you work hard, um, I think that's something you can accomplish. And so had he not had that moment with me and planted that seed, 
college would have never been something I would have aspired to do. You know, it was not something that was even remotely um, a possibility in my mind, or even I didn't know even know it existed, that opportunity. So um, him doing that, and then he took it a step further to talk to my dad and tell him the same thing. So then it kind of became a dream for my dad and myself as far as being able to, you know, pursue that opportunity at the college level and, and play basketball. Um, and then my high school coach, uh, varsity coach, he lived, actually lived right behind my family. His house was, there. our backyards backed up to each other. So I saw him a lot. Uh, my dad had built a basketball court out in the backyard. So he would see me out there practicing all the time. And um, obviously another encouraging person in my life. Um, he is the person that took me on college visits and continued to make sure I was I made right decisions on Saturday nights and, and including inviting me over to his home. A lot of times with, with his daughter, his daughter was the same age as I was. So we played basketball together and um, his name was Bill Ennis. I don't know if I mentioned his name, but those two men without them, you know, college would have been uh, something that I probably wouldn't have an opportunity to do. So um, Jerry Hutchison was a coach at, at Lyon College at the time, and he recruited me to Lyon. It was called Arkansas College at the time. That was before they changed the name to Lyon. And uh, so I was super excited, went there. Of course, I was from a small town, really hadn't spent a lot of time anywhere else. And so it was an eye-opening experience. I can remember the first day of practice very vividly because I, I believe I was taken out pretty much by a junior or senior athlete on the team. Uh, making sure that they let me know <laughs> that I wasn't the big dog there. Um, however, those relationships obviously got much better as time went on. But college was a great experience. You know, I think it it pr provided me with a lot of challenges. It, it challenged me to grow, not just uh, on the court, but also in the classroom. I had great professors and uh, opportunities to be involved at the campus level, uh, you know, not just in in basketball, but other other activities as well. Uh, that was an, another advantage of going to a smaller school. But uh, my college years, you know, it was um, at the time we had the AIC, which was pretty much all the colleges in Arkansas were in the same conference together outside of the Division I schools um, and the JUCOs or whatever. But uh, we, you know, it was it was a fun time because the whole state played against each other. And I know it's changed a lot since several of them have went Division II or uh, University of Central Arkansas is now Division One, and they were NAI at the, at the time. Um, but it was a, it was a fun fun time of competing and driving all over the state. And uh, you know, it's it's changed a lot. Like I said, I think that all those schools are in different conferences and drive all over the country now. Now, I always love to hear the stories, and I appreciate you giving a shout out to your coaches. We'll do a little more of that when we talk about mentors later on, but it's just a reminder to all of us the important uh, you know, responsibility that we have as coaches, as ADs, to you know, help kids maybe see things that they don't see in themselves and, and uh, see those opportunities that exist. Um, you know, great shout out. Thanks for doing that. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Grace McDowell. She's a certified athletic administrator, and she's the director of athletics for the Frisco Independent School District. That's in Texas. Uh, we're going to take our first break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to Gipper.com. See how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channel. 
Use our podcast code ADPOD10 and you'll get 10% off. That's Gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the smart cameras, the mobile apps. Of course, they love the analytics, but there's so much more. Go to Huddle.com and find out why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. Welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Grace McDowell, a certified athletic administrator. Grace, um, you took us up through your uh, collegiate days as a student athlete. Um, take us through those early days as a teacher and a coach, and then talk about that transition to what I call the other side of the desk as an assistant AD and now as an athletic director. Sure. Thank you. Um, so I started my career in Houston. I uh, was actually a graduate assistant at University of Houston with the girls basketball program there for a year. And then from there became um, an assistant volleyball basketball coach and PE teacher at Galena Park High School there in Houston, Texas. And uh, so that was my first experience with teaching and coaching. I uh, was lucky enough to have a gentleman uh, by the name of Ed Workin, who as the AD, who is a great mentor to me, uh, spent my first three years there and then uh, went to Arkansas. Uh, for a, a year just to help with family. My mom passed away from cancer that year and uh, so went back home and coached in my hometown for one year, which I, I'll never forget and uh, cherish for all time. It was just, a, it was a, a good experience for me to be back there with family. And then from there, my husband, uh, Derek, we've been married for 30 years. Uh, he got a position in Ohio at Wittenberg University as, as a college professor. So we moved up there and I took a junior college job uh, coaching at Edison State Community College, coached basketball there. And then we had my daughter and then we had an opportunity to move back to Arkansas and uh, went to um, Lyon College and became the head coach there and spent three years there. Um, intermingling in there, I had a, a, like another high school job or two. And then I was at Lyon and thought I wanted to be a college coach and thought I would retire from there, to be honest with you, and just really missed the high school age group and, and just wanted to be able to make a difference. And I feel like at the high school um, level, you can you have an opportunity to really make an impact with kids. And uh, so just decided to make the move here to Frisco at that time. We had some friends that had moved here from Houston that I had taught with. And uh, they became administrators here and loved it and came and visited. It was a growing community at that point. Um, I think there was about 55,000 in town. We had one high school um, and I took a job at a middle school. So I went from coaching college to coaching seventh grade. And that was, um, it was a, a fun year and it, also a transitional year for me. Um, just had a really good time with that. And then got the itch to be back at the high school level and uh, opened up Liberty High School a few years later uh, here in Frisco. That was our uh, fourth high school that we opened in 2006. Started the girls basketball program there, was the assistant coordinator there, and that was my first taste of administration, was being that campus coordinator and overseeing a group of coaches, and I really fell in love with that, you know, with just that ability to be able to support coaches 
went to my athletic director at the time, which was David Kirkendall. He was a longtime athletic director here in Frisco. In fact, we just named the stadium after him uh, about a year ago and um, told him, hey, coach, I, I think I want to, I like this administrator thing. I really uh, think I want to be an athletic director. And he said, well, that's great. You need to get your admin, your master's degree in administration and you need to do this, this and this. So I followed his advice and started pursuing that and tried to find as many ways as I could to um, support our athletic program here in Frisco and uh, became a campus administrator first because that's what I was advised to do. And so I was a middle school assistant principal for four years before I was able to come over and become an assistant athletic director under Coach Kirkendall here at the athletic office, uh, which was nine years ago, I guess. So I've been in this office for nine, last two as the athletic director. Um, so I don't know, that move was, um, it was hard to get out of coaching, I will tell you. And for, for those of you that are listening, that are contemplating, uh, you know, I did miss it. People ask that a lot. Did you miss coaching? Absolutely. There's parts of it I miss. Uh, and then becoming a, a campus administrator, I really miss coaches. And so it was really, it was fantastic to get back into the athletic office and be around coaches every day and, and uh, be in that world again. So. Yeah. You, you bring up a couple of great points about, you know, the transition from coaching kids to, you know, ultimately, you know, coaching coaches and it's great, but it's not the same. It definitely is not the same. Um, looking at it from your um, perspective of two years on the job now, you know, working with uh, building athletic directors or on-campus athletic directors, um, what's something that you feel that you have brought to the Frisco ISD that maybe wasn't there before? Anything come to mind? It's not bragging. It's just what's your perspective? Yeah. You know, I think what I bring is probably um, I've given opportunity for our campuses to look at some things to maybe make some changes based on their specific needs at their campus. You know, our, our community has grown so much. You know, we now have 12 high schools. We were one high school, you know, in 2002. So uh, we've grown so much and and the demographics have changed and the community has changed and the needs really has have changed. And our campuses are not exactly alike anymore. Where I think early in, in, you know, the 2000s, maybe up to 2010, a lot of our campuses were very similar, similar in numbers of participants, similar in demographics, similar in um, socioeconomic status of the kids. And, and that's really changed a lot. And so giving them more flexibility to maybe uh, make some changes at the campus level that help serve their community um, that their campus serves in, in, a, in a more meaningful way, I think, is, is one of the things I bring. And then, um, you know, I also just having been here for 20 years and having that history, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like um, just an understanding of where we, we've come from, but also having an open mind and a growth mindset to know that we're going to have to continue to progress and continue to grow. And so I focus on growth a lot and I focus on um, mentoring and, and making sure that we're investing in our young coaches so that we not only retain them here in Frisco, but also in the profession, because that's, that's becoming a big concern for us right now. So being more innovative with programming, like, uh, we, we started a head coaches Academy two years ago, as soon as I took the job, that was one of the first things we, we got started with. 
And it's just um, given us some time as athletic directors or as athletic staff to spend with our young coaches who we know have a lot of potential to be great coaches in the future and who we want to grow into head coaches, whether it's for our community or somewhere else. Yeah, that, that's such a great idea because, you know, you know, uh, it's it's hard to find coaches. And, you know, once you got them, uh, it's much easier and better to mentor them, train them, keep them around, help them get better, then go out and try to find a new one, uh, you know, because that one, you know, we didn't take good care of that. So, uh, so again, great, great point. Appreciate you sharing that. For listeners, our guest today is Grace McDowell. She is a certified athletic administrator, and she's the director of athletics for the Frisco Independent School District in Texas. We're going to take our second break, but we're coming back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their indoor score tables and video boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made as an athletic director was my Sideline Interactive indoor score table, and you'll feel the same way. Their products are tremendously versatile, and the customer service is just outstanding. Their score tables and video boards not only raise money for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com right now. Schedule that live web demonstration. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. Go to hometownticketing.com, and they're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but things like school plays, school concerts, dances, even graduation. And the best part, every step of the way, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support to you every step of the way. That's hometownticketing.com. Simple and easy online ticketing. Hey, Jake. Hometown Ticketing also services our district, and they are fantastic. The service is, is phenomenal, so I'm, I'm glad to hear that they're one of your sponsors. Well, boy, thanks a lot. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, you know, we, we really do uh, love hometown support, and it's great to hear that they're doing a good job for you. Uh, for our listeners, uh, we're visiting with Grace McDowell. She's a certified athletic administrator from Texas. Um, Grace, you shared earlier uh, the impact and the important impact that some of your coaches had. And we always like to give a shout out to some of the mentors that our guests have had. So if, if you want to mention their names again, that's great. But who are some of the mentors that have helped you along the way? Absolutely. You know, um, when I think about, obviously, without my junior high and high school coach, I wouldn't be here today. So uh, Doyle Hicks and and Bill Ennis certainly had a huge impact on my life. Um, but I'd, I'd like to focus on those that have really helped me in terms of being an athletic director. And I've been so fortunate because, of course, I worked for David Kirkendall, who our stadium is now named after. And he's the gentleman that retired two years ago. And I took his, his position. And uh, without him encouraging me and providing me with the support and the opportunity to be an assistant athletic director, um, you know, I, this position wouldn't have been possible for me. And uh, so he, he's he been a huge uh, supporter of mine and, and mentor of mine. And I, I still call him and uh, we'll go to lunch every now and then. And, and he's still a source of support and information for me. 
Um, in addition to him, though, I'm very fortunate just to be able to have athletic directors in the state of Texas to be able to lean on. And I would encourage any athletic director, especially if you're new to the profession, um, to reach out to other athletic directors. You know, it's it's a it's kind of a family, right? We all are in it for the right reasons and for the same reasons of trying to help kids grow up. And, and uh, you know, I think that working together, we can accomplish a lot of things. So I depend a lot on a lot of the surrounding athletic directors in the area uh, just to bounce ideas off of, like Jennifer Frazier over McKinney ISD. But then there are some that are more experienced um, than myself that I've leaned on across the state, like um, Ray Zapata and SciFair ISD, who just uh, was named the um, athletic director for the University of Interscholastic League, the UIL for the state. Uh, that's our organization oversees uh, high school sports. And then also Stan Lang down in Northside. He's another uh, great mentor, someone that I look up to a lot that has taken time to invest in me and, and um, give me advice or um just share how he does things in his school district down there in San Antonio. So um, lots, I, I could name a hundred more, but those are some, some people that really stand out that have really been impactful in my journey in this role for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, um, I, I know I said it, but I, I don't think we can over emphasize the importance that, that mentoring has. And it's so great to hear stories where mentors are still involved in the person's life. It's not just this name from the past that, you know, is, is faded, uh, still very much part of the mentoring. And and it reinforces our job to help mentor the current and, and the next generation of leaders. Grace, we've mentioned a couple of times that you are a certified athletic administrator, and that doesn't happen by accident. So uh, we have a lot of younger listeners, younger ADs uh, that listen to the program. And I think it's important for them to hear the journey that we go through. So if you could share your journey with the NIAAA and how that all took place. Sure. So my first experience with the NIAAA, I believe I've attended a conference here in Texas for the first time, and it's been several years ago. And uh, just the networking opportunities and, and having those, those conversations, whether it's sitting in a session and listening to a speaker and then, you know, conversing with those around you, or um, the LTI courses, which I know uh, I've, I've taken several of them, obviously, to be able to get that certification. And I, I have enough to go ahead and pursue my, my CMAA. Um, those have been invaluable as well. Just hearing all the different um, aspects of the athletic director's position and role, and uh, whether it's um, Title IX or it's it's uh, putting on events or it's, I mean, there's just a multitude of things that you can learn in those uh, different sessions and different courses. And I would highly encourage anyone new to the profession to get involved immediately and and start their journey and taking those courses. And some of them are offered online. I know I've taken at least one online, um, actually took the course online as well, uh, which was interesting during, during COVID. Um, but, you know, just getting involved and, and having those conversations at those tables and those classes as well, and learning from other athletic directors from around the country, uh, you know, you'll learn very quickly. We all have our challenges and some are similar and some are different depending on what area of the country uh, you're a, you serve as an, an administrator in. But um, certainly it's very valuable experience and, and worthwhile uh, to be a part of. Again, I appreciate you sharing your story. And I wouldn't be doing my job as a longtime member of the NIAAA Certification Committee 
if I didn't ask, okay, you're done with your coursework. Uh, have you decided what your CMA project is going to be? Well, um, I have not. That's something I need to. And I, and I actually thought about trying to combine it with, because I'm in the process of trying to complete my PhD as well in sport management. And uh, so I may do something in combination if I can, uh, where I'm killing two birds with one stone, maybe uh, you, utilizing that opportunity to, to finish up my dissertation as well as do something that's impactful um, that could serve as that project. Well, obviously you got a lot on your plate, but uh, I actually, I've had a couple of people in that same situation before. And for our listeners, um, I guarantee that whether you're a, a younger AD, a veteran, if you have your CAA or not, I guarantee that you're already doing something right now at your school, at your district that would make a great CMA project. You know, you don't have to invent anything. You're already doing something. And basically that project is you just sharing that with our certification committee. So uh, Grace, you and I are going to talk after the show, but uh, again, if anybody else has questions about certification, shoot me an email. Uh, again, I'm not on the committee anymore, but I served on it for many, many years. Uh, my email is jakestouchdown at gmail.com. Uh, enough about me, our guest today, and she's doing a great job is Grace McDowell. Grace is a certified athletic administrator and she is the director of athletics at the Frisco ISD, and that's in Texas. Uh, we're going to take another break. I know it's a big surprise to our regular listeners, but we're coming back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is a parent company for an entire suite of platforms that you can find by going to snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. Once you get there, you can find out more about Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and of course, Snap Raise, the fundraising platform. We used it at our school with our teams with great success, and you can too. They've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anybody else offers that. Go to snapraise.com. For more information, that's snapraise.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We're visiting with Grace McDowell from Frisco, Texas. Grace, you and I were talking during the break, and you mentioned that you're real passionate about uh, a particular subject. I just love it. Can you go ahead and share that with our listeners and, and maybe talk about some of the ways you address that with your student-athletes? Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to, to do that. Um, so we, I know every, every athletic department probably believes this or, or thinks the same way as the purpose of educational athletics is to help our kids grow up into better people and uh, better community members, better mom and dads, better friends, right? And so I think one of the things that we've got to do is be intentional about developing them from the character standpoint and specifically leadership. You know, strong leadership is so important uh, in every aspects of our community, whether it's, uh, you know, politicians or it's different organizations or, or um, corporate world or whatever it might be, um, you know, there's a need for strong leadership. So we really focus intentionally on developing leadership with our athletes. Uh, all of our campuses, our, our head coaches are required to have a plan 
for character development and leadership development with, when it comes to their programs. Uh, we do provide resources for them. One of the re resources we provide is Two Words, which is a online platform. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Two Words, but Stephen Mackey is is the guy that um, owns that and and does all the videos and it touches on everything from diversity to um, just developing grit to um, just different aspects of leadership. And so we provide that as a resource and then we take it a step further um, by having an AD council of students that we have here at the district level. So we have two students from each high school, one male and one female athlete that come over and visit with our athletic staff. And we listen to them, what they have to say, what they think is the most important topics right now, what they're struggling with, uh, where they see their teammates struggling and, and their fellow students. And so we take that information and we build an all-day event. It's called our Leadership Summit in the Summertime uh, that we actually have uh, at a local venue here called the Ford Center. And we have 20 athletes from each of our 12 high schools come to that event, and we focus all of this, the guest speakers, um, the activities around those areas that those students are communicating to us are needs of theirs when it comes to how can I be a, a better leader with my peers it could be just managing stress uh, of the pressure of performance, um, whether it's in the classroom or or on the field. Um, so we that this is going to be the second year that we've done this, and it was so impactful last year. And then we even brought them back together and said, okay, what do we need to change? And what they've asked us is we want more time to visit with our our teammates and our classmates and our coaches to be able to come up with a plan for the year, whether it's planning community service events, it's planning ways that they can build unity within their athletic program on their campus, um, how they can help the other kids on their in the programs and on their teams grow as leaders. And so hopefully we can give them some tools and equip them with some things that they can go back and make an impact on their campus with. So that's been a real big focus of ours. And, you know, we, I think we've all have said this my whole career. I've said, you know, I want to grow leaders. I want to help my kids um, be better leaders, but being intentional about it, I think is something that we need to do more of and, and really plan on those opportunities those growth opportunities for our kids so that they can um, become the leaders that we know that they can be in the future. Again, it's it's another great point. I think coaches, I know I certainly did this as a young coach, you know, uh, kid be on your team, you know, they become senior and you say, okay, you're the captain. And, you know, that leadership, it's, it's a skill just like strength or speed or shooting free throws that some kids have it and some kids don't. And, you know, we wouldn't neglect those physical skills uh, and coach them. But so many times we neglect to develop and coach leadership, uh, not just in those seniors, but in all our kids. So I, I love the intentionality of that, you know, developing leaders. Um, Grace, we should have done this earlier and, and we'll do it again after our last segment. But if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit. And listeners, I think you got a great resource here. College coach, you know, longtime administrator. Um, what's the best way that one of our listeners could get in touch with you? Um, probably email would be the best. So my email address is M-C-D-O-W-E-L-G. So it's McDowell with one L, 
my name has two, but my email address for some reason has one, and then G, and then it's at friscoisd.org. Okay, that's not uh, too hard to follow. And for our NIAAA members, uh, Grace McDowell's information is also in the NIAAA membership portal as well. Grace, this has just been so cool connecting with you. Uh, I wish we had some more time, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox, and you certainly established, you know, your way around the world of athletics. We're going to take our final break here from a couple of our sponsors. And when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So, uh, Let's take that last break, and then we'll find out what Grace McDowell is going to put into her new AD toolbox. We'll be right back. We want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support of the podcast. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen video console that's going to highlight your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts, but it's so much more than that. The Wall of Fame is also an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories that'll better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com, check out their great products, and when you're ready to buy, use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake, and you'll get a nice discount. Vital Signs Wall of Fame, bring your school's legacy to life. We also want to say thanks to athletic surveys. Athletic directors typically only hear from that 2%, the squeaky wheel parent or the frustrated student athlete. And we need to hear back from them so we can affect positive changes in our department. But we also need to hear back from the 98% that really love and support our program. And that's where athletic surveys comes in. They're going to create a custom survey for your school that allows you to take the pulse of your parents, your student-athletes, even your coaches. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them get started today. That's athleticsurveys.com. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting with Grace McDowell, Certified Athletic Administrator from Frisco Independent School District. Grace, um, you've been an AD for quite a while, but right now I'm going to task you with sending out a brand new AD on the very first job, but you only get to put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go into your new AD toolbox? Okay, well, all three of my tools, I guess, would be centered around relationships um, and, and building those and, and, and communication as well. So the first one I would suggest for, for a brand new AD going into a job, whether it's um, an athletic director over a campus, uh, one, one high school, or it's an athletic director over multiple campuses, is to first take the time to sit down one-on-one -on -one with some different groups of people, one with your, with your head coaches, uh, if it's a district like mine, when I first got this job, I sat down with every campus coordinator and assistant coordinator. There was 24 of them. So it took me a little while to do that. Um, so if you're at a, a single high school, then I would sit down with every head coach and have a conversation right from the very beginning once I'm hired. And there's some things that I would ask them. I would have a list of four or five questions that I would ask. One being, why are you, the, why are you most proud of uh, being a, a Frisco ISD coach? 
What makes you proud? Um, what's one or two things we should keep doing? Um, if you could change one or two things, what would they be? And then I would kind of lead into how can I better, how can I support you? Um, what's, what do you need from me to support your professional growth, to support you to do, to be successful with the student athletes? Uh, what kind of support do you need from me? So asking those few questions on the very front end and, um, especially when you take a new position, I think, and listening the whole time, you know, you don't do a lot of talking, you ask questions, you write, you take notes and you listen, you'll be surprised by how much you can learn and how much that can, that can help you support your, your coaches so that they can do what they need to do with student athletes. So that would be number one is having those one-on-one -on -one meetings. And I would also have, uh, encourage people to have those with um, department heads, like your, your head of transportation, your head of uh, custodial services, just to see how you can work from the athletic department standpoint with those different departments. Uh, also campus principals. You know, I've met with every campus principal as well and asked a, a similar types of, of questions, just asking, you know, what's going well on your campus in the athletic department? Where would you like to see some improvements? How can I best support you as a campus principal? I think that those are important conversations. Toolbot, the second tool I would say is um, that athletic director council I men mentioned earlier, just the insight that it gives you to be able to talk to students and having that time to be able to ask them questions and listen to them keeps us connected to the campus. It's so easy when we move into administration, especially if you're not located at a high school campus with the kids and with your coaches to be disconnected and you have to uh, make the time and, and invest in, in those relationships with some of the kids so that you can hear what's going on and you can stay connected so you can make the best decisions for kids, I think. And then the third thing I would say is spend as much time as you can uh, walking through practices in coaches meetings, just making yourself present um, when things are going great, because there's going to be undoubtedly a time when you're going to have to have a, a, a conversation with a coach to make a correction or to uh, make sure that they're uh, changing some behaviors or doing something differently uh, in the best interest of kids. And if you haven't invested in that relationship and been there as a so source of support in the beginning, then those conversations are going to be much harder and they won't be taken as well. So that would be my three um, tools, I think. Well, you probably saw me writing them down. Uh, I love the, the part about, you know, meeting your coaches and asking that question, what can I do to help you. I actually did that when I became the AD at my school. It was my final school and uh, it, it paid dividends, you know, so far beyond what I ever could have imagined it would. Um, I still have coaches that call me up and this is years later saying nobody ever did that for us. You know, uh, you know, thanks for doing that. Great stuff. Grace, uh, again, I wish we had a lot more time. Uh, I'm looking forward to um, connecting with you uh, this coming December when you come down to Florida, my state, for the National Conference in December. Uh, but until then, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit more, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Well, I mentioned my email address earlier. I also have an office number, 469-633-6123. It's my direct line. I'm happy to help in any way I can. Grace McDowell, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics for the Frisco ISD. Thanks so much for being on the podcast today and all the best with the rest of your spring season this year. Thank you, Jake. Appreciate it. 
For our listeners, we do this just about every day, and we upload the Zoom videos to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you tuning in. Come back next time for another great interview on the Educational AD Podcast.